Welcome to the 2018 Candy Awards. I'm your host, Noah. I'm Court, and to the opening monologue from Andrew Flores. Hey everyone, welcome to a typical Hollywood awards show, where we pretend we're morally above anyone else, but half of us are accused of sexual assault. Hi everyone, and welcome to Can It. Uh, this year, this day, we're going to do a 2018 year in review. It's called The Cannies. We're each going to give out our own individual awards. Because we can't agree on anything as a group, so... Everybody's a winner. Amen. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the categories for today are favorite movie, best movie, two different things, mm-hmm. favorite show, favorite video game, and best character. Uh, so these are things that came out in 2018, not just that we saw in 2018, yeah. just for you know clarification's sake. Uh, so let's start with favorite movie. Noah, why don't you start us off? I think you guys should probably know what my favorite movie is because I talk about it all the time. It's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I loved this movie. It's absolutely my favorite movie. Um, I, I've said it before, like... I couldn't help but have a smile on my face this entire movie, and I left the theater like just so filled with like childlike wonder and like joy that I thought I was a child. I, he would not shut <laughs> up about it. I I loved it. Um, all the characters are phenomenal. the The soundtrack I've talked about it before is spectacular, um, like spectacular Spider Man. Okay, <laughs> Um, it's just, it's a wonderful movie, and it's absolutely my favorite of last year. All right, Court, what about you? Um, my favorite was Ready Player One. Really? Yeah, um, I've seen it three or four times now, and I never do that with a movie that just came out. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I like to have, like, I guess, like, breathing room mm-hmm. for it to, like, think about it. And this one, I was just like, I really dig this. Um, I thought, like, it relied a little too much on, like, nostalgia but in the same way i thought the characters were really likable i thought the girl with like the eye thing was really hot um <laughs> she's like i'm hideous and you're like nope <laughs> well it's supposed to be like a lot worse in the book is it yeah yeah oh um but we like people with facial deformities <laughs> so there's still people too they just kind of brush some makeup on her yeah. for the movie <laughs> um but i mean yeah I, I think it's just a really fun movie i don't, I don't think it's like a great movie i think it's good mm-hmm. um but the book is better so <laughs> yeah that's fine i kind of forgot that ready player one came out in 2018 yeah yeah i know it was a long time ago like one of the things i'm gonna get back to later came out like very early in 2018 and I, to the point that i had to like double check that it did come out in 2018 yeah. um but my favorite movie probably no surprise either um i picked infinity war oh, yeah wow. i was just <laughs> I've been waiting for this movie since Thanos appeared on screen, yeah. and I was like, "Who's the purple monkey guy?" And then I... <laughs> yeah, I remember that—the first like credits for yeah. Avengers, yeah. And then, uh, then I like did some reading mm-hmm. into who he was, and I I read you know comics like Infinity, Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. just regular Infinity, yeah, uh, lots of stuff with Thanos in it, and I got really excited. So I've been waiting for that movie for almost ten years, yeah. and it didn't disappoint. I loved it. I've watched it so many times, and I'm very excited for uh, Endgame. Endgame. Yeah. yeah, I think I still have um, the Infinity Gauntlet oh, comic, comic that you loaned yeah. me. <laughs> it's a good comic. Yeah. I've read it a couple it's times. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got bored. Okay, uh, let's go on to best movie. Okay. Uh, I this guess we'll one's... do this in the opposite order. Yeah, so you'll start. Yeah, so I'll start. I'm um, going to probably decide while you guys are talking oh, okay, about cool. this movie. <laughs> good to have it planned out. Yeah. Um, 
This one's going to be a bit controversial. Oh, boy. Because uh, you guys saw this with me, and I don't think you guys liked it as much. Um, I, I think I know what you're going to yeah. say. Yeah. I, I, my, my best movie of 2018 was Annihilation. Oh, my God, mine too. Whoa, Whoa really? That yes. is not what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? I thought say? you were going to say First Man. No. Oh, no, First Man is boring. No, First Man's kind of boring. Um, okay, cool. I'm really glad you agree with me. Yeah, it's I, amazing. I expected I a lot of pushback. I hated that movie. I know, and I expected a lot of pushback on this. Um, but you're wrong. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this movie is, uh, it's not your typical as of late sci-fi movie, because mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's pretty slow. There's not a lot of action, um, and it doesn't explain anything. But that's not really the point of the movie. The point of the movie is not... What's going on? Why are there deer with flowers on their antlers? <laughs> deer, um, it's about the. It's about a lot of different things, honestly. Some people say like the, the shimmering is a metaphor for cancer. cancer. Yeah. Um, some people say the movie is about like the relationships and how um, uh, trauma impacts mm-hmm. like you how you are as a person and your relationships with uh, your loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Lots of like metaphors. The atmosphere is great. The music and the visuals um, really draw you in. Um, and I think it's just really nice that there is a movie that's like not immediately obvious, like what is going on, and you have to like put some effort and thought into it, and you have mm-hmm. to like really think about it. Um, it has a great cast of like al- almost all female characters. Each one is their own like unique personality and does a great job. Um, I love Gina Rodriguez. I think she's a great actress, and mm-hmm. she's in this movie as well. She's not the main character. Um, she was in your eyes. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> well, Natalie Portman's great, too. Yeah. Uh, and she actually is the main character. Um, Oscar Isaac's in it for, like, five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Benedict Wong's in it for six Another, minutes. Yeah, five minutes, yeah. <laughs> um, about that. Yeah, yeah but uh, I really liked it. It, I, I, it. I haven't watched it since I watched it the first time, but I do want to go back and rewatch it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, going to be on Hulu this month or something. Uh, so when it does that, that happens, I'll go back and watch it. Um, not my favorite, but it, I think it was the best technical movie. Yeah, I. It's kind of like you said. It's not your typical sci-fi movie, and I think that's what I really like about it because it's not like your typical like alien invasion movie. And um, like a cousin, I asked one of my cousins and his wife, like, um, what did you think was the best movie of the year? Because like I was trying to prep for this, and I had no idea. And his wife said Annihilation. And I was like, are you kidding me? And like, <laughs> that movie didn't make any sense. And she was like, you should look into it more. And the movie makes sense. And mm-hmm. it's brilliant. It's such a smart concept. Like, what I liked about, um, what's the director's name? Andy? No. Garcia. No. no. Uh, it begins with an A. I'll look uh, it up while you're yeah, um, yeah. And so it's kind of like Ex Machina. Like, Ex yeah. Machina. It wasn't as complicated, though. Garland. It focused more on Garland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it focused more on like philosophical Alex. ideas over like I guess like story and theme and mm-hmm. stuff and so very brief idea about this so at the very end of the movie we find out or near the end of the movie we find out that Oscar Isaac made it to the lighthouse um, he tries to like kill his clone they blow up and then Oscar Isaac goes back and we're not really sure if it's like the real person or the clone and so I think it was the clone Yeah. and the shimmer like sent him back so that oh, way so we are talking about spoilers yes okay <laughs> i went up like uh. and so he sent he goes back so that way they can eventually get natalie portman to go mm-hmm. and all of these people that go into the shimmer are chosen because they have nothing to lose 
um, Oscar Isaac finds out that Natalie Portman has been cheating on him with a colleague. So I he was going to ask what the purpose of that part of the movie was. But yeah. yeah. Okay. And so Natalie Portman, like, she's, like, lost her husband, basically. He has, like, no memory. He's kind of lost his mind. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let me think. Um, Gina Rodriguez is a former addict. Um, the leading girl has cancer, and so she's going to die anyways. Um, I don't remember the other two. Um, and so Natalie Portman makes it to the lighthouse at the end of the movie. And we don't really know what the Shimmer's trying to do. We know they're slowly taking over, but they're basically trying to recreate, like, life and humans. And so that's why we have all these weird, like, hybrids like the deer with the antlers. And so Natalie Portman gets to the lighthouse with the psychologist. Psychologist doesn't make it. Mm-hmm. And Natalie Portman, like, sees a clone and she tries to kill it. And so I think that the real Natalie Portman came back. Because you know that infinity tattoo? That she had on her arm mm-hmm. it was on gina rodriguez's arm mm-hmm. yeah um it's not just an infinity signal but it's a snake that's eating itself and mm-hmm. it goes on forever and ever and ever and so it's life trying to reproduce from death comes new life but i think that the real natalie portman gets out she's affected by the shimmer and so we when she and oscar isaac presumably um Hug. do the dirty <laughs> um they will produce a child that is more shimmer and then slowly take over the population and earth and the aliens destroy everything so that way the u.s government thinks that it's safe well that's a really weird theory <laughs> and, yeah it's, and also um, like the that's what okay so that's what i didn't like about the movie the movie just doesn't explain anything it's just like Ah, smart people will figure this one out. I think that's and, smart, though, because I hate when movies just, like, explain. Well, no, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm just, it, it seemed like it was just, like, the movie thought was a little full of itself. And then it uses a lot of its characters very well. But I want you guys to even think of those two girls that die very early on when they end the Shimmer. I, I couldn't tell you anything about them. Um, I couldn't tell you anything. And so, like, I don't... Like that's it's just an opinion. Like that's just your opinion, man. And <laughs> I, I just didn't like it. I I should probably rewatch it because you guys love it. Oh, I want to rewatch it now. But it's I, not I, for I everyone like for sure. But um, it, it, I, it's a polarizing movie. Yeah, but I, I recommend it. I I I think it underperformed, which is really sad because mm-hmm. I did. It did not make money. Yeah, which is sad because like now nobody's gonna make more movies like that, and yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna get. I don't think it was like dumb sci-fi movies. I don't think the trailers were that good for it either because no, like, they were trying to show like great. what the movie is about, but like you yeah. can't show much of it because then it takes away the elements of it. Yep. Um it was a very visually cool movie. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um mine I you guys probably won't agree with, but I think the best movie for me that came out last year was Crazy Rich Asians. Um I think that it was wonderfully directed, acted, and the script was fantastic. Um, I think this is also a testament to there wasn't a lot of, at least that we saw, a lot of really good movies. Like, they were, like they were okay, good movies, but they weren't like it was, spectacular. It was a bad year for movies. Yeah, um, but I do think Crazy Rich Asians was a very, very good movie. Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Yeah, it's not the best movie. Yeah. <laughs> But, but I respect your opinion my, to say it's, it's my say best um, movie that I saw. It was very, very good. Hmm. Yeah, I was like looking through Fandango and I was like, to see my yeah, what history, and I was like, I didn't really see that many movies this year, I guess. No. Like, there were the big budget ones that I saw, but like most of those were poo poo. <laughs> Court, I'm kind of surprised you didn't say Jurassic World was your. <laughs> 
that came out last year? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It it, it puts in perspective, really does. It really offended a girl. I said that I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Just a lie, man. Just say, say you liked it. <laughs> oh, it was great. Much. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, <laughs> spectacular. Yeah, the last time I lied to a girl about something, we dated for a week. And it was just <laughs> atrocity. All right, Court, the favorite show. I had a really hard time with this one. Yeah. Because I think I've said this earlier in the podcast. I watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought about, like, BoJack Horseman. And I thought about um, the last season of Westworld. And I even briefly considered a CW show, uh, <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow, which... Wait, really? Yes, it's oh. that good. And it's made, like, a lot of lists for, like, best movies of... Sorry, best TV shows of 2018. But Dang. I landed on the newest season of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> I It's one of my favorite shows. I would say it's my favorite comedy. And this season did something that... I think a lot of shows are trying to do where they're trying to get political, but it's much less subtle. Cause like I watch Supergirl cause I hate myself. <laughs> um, it's, it's more subtle or less subtle. It. You said it was less subtle. That's right. It's more subtle. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, they don't like shove it in your face. Okay. And so like issues that they handled were like the bathroom problem with like who can use what bathroom and like Noah saw it. It was hilarious. Um, and it doesn't tell you what you should do about it. It just mm-hmm. kind of like, it's more thought provoking. Makes fun of it. Or... Yeah, it's it, it it's like this is the worst of the worst people in this show, and they're trying to figure out these problems. And then it's just like, well, you can't be any worse than that, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, they did an all female reboot, which I did not expect, um, and it was it was done really well. Um, and the final episode deals with. A character who has basically been like dealing with this part of his life since the beginning of the show. Mm. Um, I wish I could tell you what it was, but Noah's not yeah. caught up. Well, yeah. <laughs> and the last five minutes of this episode, I would say, is the best scene of TV I saw all year. Wow. Um, I cried. Yeah. Um, it was amazing. It was beautiful. Um, I thought it had like a really good <laughs> message um, that conservative Christians wouldn't agree with. Um, <laughs> Not that I'm not a conservative Christian mom, um, but yeah, it was it was incredible. Um, it continues to be one of my favorite shows, and this season just really like upped that for me. I'm on like season three of it. It's hilarious, and I really want to catch up and see like what they're doing. And is this the 14th season that yeah. ended? Wow. I think it's a little too dark humor for me. Like I tried watching. Star- I tried starting yeah. it. And I was like, I don't. Think it, it's it's pretty terrible, but it's also hilarious. Um. I thought you and I were going to have the same show, actually. Oh, wait. Because uh, I said Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. That was one of the ones. I didn't bring that up in my babies. Um, which we've ta- I've talked about plenty on this podcast, so I won't say too much more about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was spectacular. I'm planning on rewatching it again very soon. Um, the characters were great. The directing was great. Um, I'm convinced that the director's a genius now. <laughs> um, and... Even though we watched Oculus and it was like, okay. It was good. Yeah, the more I thought about Oculus, like, I thought he did, like, a really good job with the it concept. Was, it was, okay. <laughs> um, it was, it was but, better than what it should have been for the concept. I'll give it that. Like, the okay. concept was dumb and he made it into a pretty decent movie. Yeah. Hill House was way better, though. Yeah. It took the same concepts, but it, it did a lot more with it. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah, I, I, I adored it. Yeah, I got my dad to watch it. Um, like, we watched the first episode together, and he was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. And so he watched all of it, and then I got back to how to home for Christmas, and I was like, so did you finish it? What'd you think? And he was like, it didn't make any sense, and it was really dark, and I don't know why you told me to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, okay. Understandable. Yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's scary. It yeah. is pretty spooky. That jump scare... And that oh episode, gosh! Like, court court literally had to get a nightlight for our hallway <laughs> in our apartment. Yeah, we have I have a nightlight in the hallway and my room and in the bathroom because that show scared him so much. Because it's just such like a thing where it's like, wow, that could happen to the apartment. <laughs> the the previous biggest jump scare I've ever experienced was uh, in Insidious, mm. and I enjoyed showing people that movie just for the jump scare. Like one of my friends was watching it with me, and she was in a cast at the time, like an arm cast. Oh no. And then that jump scare happened, and she jumped out of the couch and like landed on her. Oh no! <laughs> you should have seen what Noah did to me this morning. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I scared him on accident. I had like That's coffee. Yeah, yeah I, t- I told Flo. I had coffee grounds in my hand, and they just went <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you were like over the trash, so half of them went into the trash. Um, um, but this is now the biggest jump scare that I've experienced. Yeah. Was in uh, Hill House. So good on him. So I'm like the opposite of Court, where I don't watch much TV, but I play a ton of video games. So. Um, I my favorite TV show of the very very select few that I watched that came out this year. No, I'm not. It's not the Good Place. Oh wow! Season three of Daredevil. I loved it. Holy crap! It did. Um, the story was not what I expected. Um, every single character was magnificent. Like, oh my goodness! I, um, I I love. Marvel and I love the Netflix Marvel shows. Some of them obviously better than others. Um, but season three of Daredevil was um, definitely the best um, season of Marvel Netflix shows that I've that I've seen. Mm, you can say that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Oh wait, you're saying the best of the like of the, the Mar- Marvel Netflix shows? I yeah. think season two of Luke Cage. No. <laughs> If I had to choose to rewatch one, it'd probably be the first season of Jessica Jones. But um, yeah, I, that's fair. I, but that one was. Mm, but I. But yeah, yeah. it's up there. So yeah, I it's it. it's real good. It's definitely the best one that I saw last year. Because again, don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah. Well, speaking of video games, video games. why don't you start us off with uh, your favorite video? So game? here's the problem, right? Gosh. Okay. I can't pick one. Um, there, there's one game, Celeste. That I haven't finished yet. Um, I, Flo can attest to this, am terrible at platforming games and I hate them. It's like a skill to be as bad at uh, platformers I'm, as I'm you. great <laughs> at other games. Platformers, I can't figure out. I am so bad. It's a platforming game that I love. Celeste, I, I continually die and I'm like, I want to... Screw it. Celeste is my, my best game. Like it's, <laughs> I haven't finished it yet, but the story... Um, it, it deals a lot with anxiety and mental health that games just completely ignore. Um, and it's, it's a little indie game and indie games have a lot of heart and character where bigger games just kind of, you know, they're like, ah, fun, it's action, woo. But indie games like take their time with telling a story and learning about these characters. Um, and it's beautiful. It has incredible music. Um, each little stage and chapter in the game like shows off a new like mechanic um, that you play around throughout the levels of that chapter. 
Um, and there's like kind of like weird boss fights with these platforming things at the end of the chapter. That's like really interesting and in how they do that. Um, it's oh, it's a beautiful game, and I think you guys should should play it. It's pretty short. It's only got eight chapters. I'm at, I'm halfway through, um, and it's it's unlike any other game that I've played before. Yeah, it had a very big presence at the the Game Awards. Mm-hmm. I know, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. Like they had the whole studio up there accepting the award, and there's only like yeah. less than ten people, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think it's like a French Canadian um, development team or it, something. They like were that. French, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's I, I love it, and I can't wait to finish it. Does it cost money? Uh, I got it for free. Okay, um, it's only like fifteen or twenty dollars, I think. But yeah, I mean, I have it on my Xbox, so while I'm at work, you can you can play it if you want. <laughs> I, don't I think it's on the Switch. So yeah, it's on Switch be, as well. Might be picking up there. Court, I'm really in- interested in your pick. <laughs> um, well, I played like two and doing the math in my head right now. <laughs> Maybe like half a percent of video games this year. <laughs> um, being that I played the first ten minutes of God of War, and the little kid just pissed me off so much, and I was just like, I can't do this right now. You um, didn't like Atreus? Is that his name? Yeah. yeah. No, because he like couldn't shoot a bow, and like the big one was like, you gotta like wait for me to tell you when, and I was Kratos. like, that's not how you <laughs> the fight. <big> one. <laughs> um, and so yeah, and I oh, I watched like the recap of like. The other God of War games? Yes, I was just like, what is this? Like, this makes no sense. Like, I thought he killed a god, and then, like, later the god shows up, and, like, two games later, and it's like, what's going on? So I hated it. Um, <laughs> so the other two so games... the other two yes, games. the other two games I played were Spider-Man and uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Spider-Man was great. Um, Spider-Man is my favorite. Really? I thought Red Dead 2 had, like, a lot to offer, but I thought it was really slow, mm-hmm. and slow things aren't a bad thing. I watched Better Call Saul, and that show, like took four seasons for like something to happen um <laughs> but there was no payoff with red dead for me and so spider-man just had like this really good story it was not worth the 85 dollars that i spent <laughs> on the game and the, and DLC, the dlc because i think it's like 50 hours of gameplay total which means i made it about 70 because i suck <laughs> um but okay the soundtrack was amazing no sorry not the soundtrack the score was yeah. incredible it I just web swing around sometimes when I'm bored and have just nothing to else to do. Music, yeah. Just because like it gets me hype. I used mm-hmm. fast travel once, and that was only because they made me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just really dug it. I, I thought the villains were really cool. Um, they tease something for the next. They tease a couple things for the next game, and so I'm really excited what to see. Or sorry, what they. To see what they do. To see what they do. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, and yeah, I thought the Mary Jane missions were great. <sighs> See, that's the reason I didn't put it at my game of the year, because <laughs> they make you play as Mary Jane and Miles Morales before he becomes Spider-Man, like, five or six times you throughout you the course of the game. don't want to play as Spider-Man? I want to play as Spider-Man! <laughs> I don't want to play as somebody that doesn't have any powers and I have to sneak around like an idiot yeah, for half not. the time. That being said, the one Mary Jane mission that was cool was when she was, like, telling Spider-Man, like, which like guys to, to pick out. off. I thought that, that was, was cool. like, a really clever, like, element. Do that once. And I'm fine with it. Oh, if they'd done it a couple times, I still would have been down because it was a challenge. Like, But, like, don't make me play as Mary Jane where I have to sneak around four or five times while just, like, I, I want to play as Spider-Man. I don't want to play as Mary Jane. I don't care. And Spider-Man's fun. Mary Jane is not. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, buckle in, boys. Oh, boy. Corn, I'm about to tell you exactly why you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go. God of War yeah. is not only the best game I played in 2018. Oh, no. It is the best entertainment experience that I had in 2018. Mm. Let me tell you why. So, like, better than any other movie? Or better TV? than any yeah. movie or TV show that I saw. What about that short film that I showed you um, early in the fall? The one that you made? Yeah. Like, was... when you were three? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you were three? That one was up there, too. Don't worry. Yes. Um... All right, so God of War. I never played any of the previous God of War games. Like Court, I watched a recap, um, but I, I, I was it conf- as confusing. Well, it was, but I was like, I knew that I didn't need to retain all of it. Yeah, there are you just needed to know the big plot points. He kills kinda. gods. Yeah, he kills gods. He worked for Athena a little bit, and he ended up in Norse mythology somehow. Yeah. Um, so this game fires on all cylinders. Like everything about it is amazing. Not perfect, but incredible. Um, One of the game- things that I know about the art direction is it's all like one shot. Quote yeah. Unquote. So yeah. the I'll get back to that a little yeah. later. Um, the um, the gameplay is really good and it's really deep. There's a lot of different things you can do, kind of like in Spider-Man. There are a lot of different things that you can string together. Mm-hmm. You can juggle enemies. Um, you have your axe, which is super cool because you like throw it at dudes' heads, <laughs> um, and then you can yank it back like Thor. Yeah. Um, because this is Norse mythology. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of skill trees that you can build into. You have like your axe. Uh, you got your shield when you. Or when you don't have your axe because some enemies you have to punch mm-hmm. um and then you have the boy and boy. He's, he's got a, his own skill tree as well because yeah. he shoots arrows um and if you perk into that it actually is really helpful there were multiple times that i like barely got through fights and only because i had the boy like spam arrows yeah. at the dudes um the game is beautiful so many different colors just mm-hmm. visually spectacular um it was, I think, my wife's favorite game to watch me play, just mm-hmm. because of how pretty it was. Yeah. Um, hmm. The story is spectacular. It's not a story that's like, here are all these plot points, because uh, it's a pretty simple plot. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the it really shines in the interactions between the characters, especially Kratos and his uh, kid. Um, his son Atreus. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'll just call him boy. Yeah. Um, Because that's all Kratos calls him the whole game. (laughs) But um, you really get to see, like, their relationship, and it's, like, not a perfect one, but you know that Kratos is doing, like, his best. Um, He wasn't raised to have a kid. He was raised to be, like, a killing machine. And it's uh, so interesting to see him, this, like, bred monster, trying to raise, like, a son the right way in a way that was different than the way that he Mm -hmm. grew up because he doesn't want his son to be him Mm -hmm. um and the voice acting for everyone is superb kratos does a great job boy does a good job (laughs) boy's a little annoying but like you know kids he's a kid um then there's some other characters i won't spoil spoil for court Mm -hmm. that come in and they have uh terrific voice acting as well um oh yeah the dude from lost is in it Um, yeah i know his name i won't say who he plays but uh he's in there um I, I beat this game right after I beat Red Dead Redemption 2, and, and just the, the changing gameplay was so uh, refreshing. Yeah. Because, like, at the in the epilogue of Red Dead Redemption 2, there's a part where you boat out to the middle of the lake. So you have to 
slowly push the boat from the sand into the water. Then you have to slowly step into the boat. Then you have to wait for your companion to slowly step into the boat. That's and annoying. then you have to tap X while you slowly paddle out to the middle of the lake. <laughs> and then you just like sit there. And no one says anything the whole time and until you get out to the middle of the lake. Absolutely riveting. In the first minute of God of War, you get in a boat. And you just, as soon as you press the button, you and your boy are in the boat. And you, you fly through the water like crazy. Yeah. It's very scary. And, like, <laughs> it's just so, I was like, it was so nice just yeah. to be able to get in and go. And there are multiple times in the game where you boat around. Because um, there's, like, kind of this hub area. Mm-hmm. And to get from places other than that, you boat. But the boat trips are fast. But they're also filled with important dialogue Mm. so like someone is telling a story kratos is telling a story there's another character who sometimes tells stories like and feeds you information about the world that you're in and it does a lot of good world building Mm -hmm. it doesn't waste time on you boating around (laughs) um but that's beside the point um yeah so it's uh it was just so good i loved it so much and i i missed it when i was done with it i just wanted to go back and Mm. play it some more i couldn't because i had to i i have have other other things i need to be um but i i want to go back and 100 percent it at some point Mm. um there's a lot more i could say but again i don't want to spoil it for uh court who maybe will play it um they teased a sequel which is really exciting because i'm like very down for another one well they won so many awards i would be yeah. surprised if they didn't i was gonna revolt if they didn't win yeah. game of the year the game awards which they did they so did. yeah uh yeah so our final category is best favorite ca- favorite character best favorite best favorite character All right. <laughs> um, i don't know uh Kurt, why don't you start off with this one I don't have one. Uh, okay, oh, cool. <laughs> I, I spent hours, like literally hours. I would lie in bed, like just kind of like going through characters. And like there was the character that I talked about, and it's always sunny in the last episode where he just like does this thing. Um, God, Noah, watch it. I, we don't have Hulu anymore. <laughs> um, I thought about characters from video games. I thought about characters from Better Call Saul. And... Bojack Horseman or um, Diane, also in the same show. It was just, it was a really good year for TV. Um, I thought a lot of characters did a really good job of, or not the characters, the writers did a really good job of like developing these characters, um, continuing to like build off like these like like emotions that they've built over like the past several episodes and just how they react to one another. And so it was very hard for me to pick a favorite just because. They were all so different in their ways, and so I just think it would be like a disservice, even though only 20 people listen to this podcast, <laughs> um, to say, like, yeah, and this one's my favorite, because I, I cannot pick a favorite. Mm. All right, well, no, what you got? No, 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 I want you to go first. <laughs> He's going to copy yours. Because I am still thinking about No, you, No, we don't have the same one. Okay, well, then go. Because mine, I'm going right back to God of War. <laughs> <laughs> Kratos is my character of the year. Really? Um, before I played God of War, I would have said something stupid like Thanos or some nonsense. Yeah, that um, would be stupid if you said that. Right. Yeah, I'm sure no one's going to say that. But oh, um, I have some words about that. But the the uh, the thing about the video game is that you just get to spend so much time mm-hmm. with your characters. And TV shows, it's kind of the same way. But even then, you're kind of like jumping back and forth between other people. And you're also not directly controlling 
their actions. Mm-hmm. Um, with a video game, I think there's such a great opportunity to get into the head of a character that doesn't isn't present in the other two mediums that we're talking about. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely going to say Kratos. I think, like I said before, he was born as a Spartan. He was born to be a killing machine and nothing else. Mm. And seeing him being like that um, to going and now having to raise a kid on his own because yeah. his um, wife, wife was the one who was raising the mm-hmm. boy mm-hmm. for the most of the time. Um, but now she's dead. Mm-hmm. And now they have to go on this mission together. And he wants his boy to be better than he was. But at the same time, everything is trying to kill them. Yeah. <laughs> so he has to find a balance between like, kill everything. You need to you need to defend yourself. Yeah. Um, but also you need to not like let your anger be a part, like be the driving force. You use your anger, but you don't let it control you. Mm-hmm. And it everything he says, he's trying to find such a balance. Um, in how he raises his son. Um. And he, he's not perfect, yeah. and that's, I think, the point. Um, he makes quite a few mistakes. Um, the whole game, he's struggling with... This isn't really a spoiler. He's struggling with not not telling his son that his son is a god yeah. because Kratos is a god. And um, it's, not it, it's not really a spoiler. Um, but his son doesn't know that Kratos is a god. That's But because Kratos is trying to protect him from that because... Um, Kratos hates all gods, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> and he believes that with being a god, like, there is the, like, a curse. Not really, like, a curse curse, yeah, but, like, no. you are cursed. Um, it sucks it to be a god. It takes responsibility and right. stuff, Right, yeah. and there's a lot of... Great power. Yeah. yeah. Isn't Great it the, like, plot to, like, Percy Jackson? Oh, you have a, you're the son of a god, but we're going to hide it from you for a while, and then it's going to get real bad, and then, oh, hey, guess what, you're a demigod. It's kind of like that, but, like, 50 times better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so it's like Harry Potter. Nope. No, it's not like <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> Divergent? No. Uh, it's like God of War. Of... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, just seeing him struggle with doing that. And then there's a... I really can't talk about it because it's a spoiler, but yeah. there's a really great thing that happens like m- about midway through the game where Kratos like is forced to make a decision that he doesn't want to make. Mm. And it's superb. And seeing him make the choice and seeing what happens when he does, I was just like floored. Like I couldn't stop um, yeah. like playing or watching. Um, and that's kind of when like a... a a decent knowledge of the previous games comes into play is that scene um but it was it was it was immaculate the and the voice actor did a great job it was amazing yeah. I, I can't talk enough about it yeah. but i'm gonna stop now so <laughs> i thought of one well, okay go for it uh historia from attack on titan oh wow that's a really good one i know that's yeah. why i thought of it um who's that what can I say that won't spoil it? Because I have uh, friends I'm... that listen to the podcast. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're just gonna spoil it. If you don't want Attack on Titan spoilers, Fast skip a little bit. ahead. Um, but I, you need to. You can't talk about this character without spoiling okay. what's going on. So, Go. so we 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 we're introduced to her in season one, right? Yes, is Krista. Yes, and so very like she's like in the background. Yeah. And she slowly, like, moves forward in season two. And then in season three, she's, like, front and center. 
um, which is cool because I like her a lot, even though I miss like the really cool one that like got locked up in season one. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember her name. Fanny, um, <laughs> that's it. Um, but she basically finds out. I can't remember if it's in season two or season three anymore because it all runs together. Um, that she's in like the royal line and she should be like queen. Um, and watching her step into that role, in addition to finding out that she could basically like was it like end the line of titans or something by killing? Yeah, she can like destroy all the titans basically, um, or assume the responsibility of that. But to do that, she would have to like sacrifice Aaron, Aaron yeah. who's the main character. Yeah, yeah. And that frustrated me a lot, because for me, there was no right answer. <laughs> um, she could, like, kill the character that I loved, or she could, like, end the show, which I also <laughs> didn't want. Um, so, yeah, I mean, watching her character kind of grow into that role where she, like, finally becomes queen, and things are starting to look up for um, the people. Like, yeah, I kind of dug that. Yeah, she has a, a great character arc, and you can... Uh, you really get to see her like take on responsibility and she has this friend um yeah. who is like a titan as well what's her name um i don't remember her name but uh <laughs> the her friend is like a big driving force and pushing her to like mm-hmm. uh do better basically yeah um yeah i can't find her name okay but, but yeah. yeah yeah that was a really good choice i my pick is thick. I'm just kidding. It's okay. not <laughs> I was ready to throw down. Uh, no. Uh, no, my pick is actually Miles Morales. Um, he um, from... from Into the Spider Verse. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. Not not from the game. Not from the game. Um, no. Um, the themes that Miles has to experience and learn from throughout the movie. Um, the, the two biggest. Well, I'll, I'll say three biggest ones are um, learning to live with his family. Um, including his uncle and his parents. Um, Spoiler warnings ahead. Yeah. Um, The the expectations placed on him um, by his family and also just, you know, his surroundings. Um, And also the the insecurities that he has and and learning how to manage all of these things while also he is thrust into, like, this giant spider-verse. It's... I'll talk about the family. The family dynamics um, in this movie um, with Miles are very, very well written. Um, with his dad, um, his dad is really kind of like you know Kratos pushing his son to be better. Um, Miles' dad is pushing him to to continue to work and be better um, than he, than he already is. He talks about how he sees this spark in him that. Um, he is hard on him because he wants him to be the absolute best that he can be. And he does that because he loves him and he knows that um, he can be something amazing. Um, his uncle also says, like, you're the best of us, Miles. And he's saying that, like, with everything in him, he's, you are the best of us. And he, like, all of his family loves Miles and they want him to do well. And that goes into the next theme of the expectations placed on him. Miles is dealing with all these expectations um, that his family and like the new school that he's into and like he's trying to balance all of this um, 
and the movie does a really great job of even though it's you know just a two-hour movie it shows all of these themes um, and does a really good job of how Miles is struggling with them and he doesn't really know like how how do I manage all these expectations you know he, he talks about this paper that he has to write because he's trying to fail out of this brand new private school just so he can be back with his friends uh, he has to write this paper about the expectations placed on him um, and the movie doesn't really talk about that, but like, you know, that's part of his characters. He's like trying to figure out all these expectations. Um, and obviously he becomes Spider-Man and that's another expectation, but like these other spider people are expecting him to be a spider person and spider be, him. <laughs> be, a, be Spider-Man and they expect him to, to get with the program and learn his powers and, and do good for the people of New York. Um, it it's very very well written, and you know he he struggles with the powers, he struggles with the expectations, he struggles with the family dynamics, um, and and he's just trying to find his place, and it's uh, it's so so good, and I love um, the voice actor. Uh, I think his name is Shaquem Moore. Um, it, he does such a good job. Um, of voicing Miles and like the first shot that you see of Miles is he's just listening to Sunflower by Post Malone and he's just like jamming in his room just like as a normal kid uh, I love it I, I love how uh, they wrote Miles and uh, it's yeah it's great alright well thank you very much for listening uh, if- we can agree that Moonlight won though right that was like 2017 right did you watch the Oscars that year? No. Oh, then you didn't see what happened. Oh, oh when they yeah. oh, when they twisted around, they were like, just kidding, it's La La Land. Oh, yeah. No, it was Moonlight. Oh, they so said it they was said La La yeah, Land. Yeah, yeah, oh, but, yeah. but it was Moonlight. That's right, that's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Never forget. We said all of ours correctly, though, so instead of tuning into the Oscars, just play this episode again. <laughs> Yeah, just mute the TV. It's not even matter. going to be a host this year. Yeah, yeah. So that's, just... that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, they, did they apparently want to reunite all the Avengers for to like distribute an award or something. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> I think they just want views, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Well, done. well, again, thank you for listening. Next Candies. week, we'll do a, another thing. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Can It. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter, and iTunes. 